It's How Did This Get Played Premium DLC. I am Premium DLC. Premium DLC. Premium DLC. Uh, I'm Nick Weiger along with Heather Ann Campbell. I'm Heather Ann Campbell with our producer, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Welcome back, Bucket. Edge, here's what we're talking this week. (laughs) It's another edition of Now That's What I Call Video Game Music. And we're going to specifically drill down some of our favorite games. Now, how each of us took that is maybe different. I will say I picked a favorite game, not what I would call my overall number one favorite game. Maybe that's me being, maybe that's me hedging too much. Maybe that's me being (laughs) noncommittal. Thank you, Matt. (laughs) Hedge. Um, But I'm, I, I, yeah, but I have picked a game that I I love dearly and the music is part of it. But I guess what I'll, what I'll say is like how much of it, how much of our picks and how much of the games that we like, do we think came from the music itself or how much of our appreciation for the music of these games comes from our love for these games or is it impossible to separate the two? Huh? Well, well, my game is not, uh, like you don't think of a fighting game and go mm-hmm. fuck what a soundtrack like you think mechanics you think characters you think sure you know it's it's not where you go like it's not like cuz i considered doing like echo on sega cd like echo the dolphin on sega cd mm-hmm. which is a primarily an oral experience mhm you know like it's like oh i'm i'm invested in this sonically uh but with mine i was like Man, I'm so lucky that this game that I absolutely love also has a soundtrack that fucking slaps. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just, I mean, like it, when I would find an arcade that had this machine turned up, uh-huh. you know, like, because often you'd go to an arcade and it would be like really muted and somebody would be playing Dance Dance Revolution in the background. Yes. It'd be the loudest fucking thing in the arcade. But when you would find one, because this is like Q Audio, I think it was called, where it's like a, a virtual surround sound environment at the cabinet yes. itself. Right. Fuck, it was so good. So good. Uh, can I circle back to something real quick? <laughs> Jesus. I... I <laughs> what? <laughs> But then we'll move on and it won't be a big deal. It just won't yeah, be a big no, deal. We don't, no, won't, no, we won't no, worry no, about no, it. Nothing. We're not even worried about it right now, really. I'm really passionate sure. about a thing. Go ahead, sure. It's what is just it? that when you said- I like chocolate milk. What the fuck are you going to say? That's I'm neither here nor there. I'm just mean. saying- It was so mean of me. I'm so sorry. You <laughs> could like chocolate milk. I didn't mean it like that. If we all had a glass of chocolate milk right now, we'd be in hog heaven. We'd be going crazy. Yeah. It'd be the best. For uh, now, anyway. <laughs> I mean, I'd be paying for it later. Oh, I, yeah. I meant, I meant chocolate milk is in like what could be the farthest from what I just said, and chocolate <laughs> right. milk is where I landed. Well, the thing is, when you said oral experience, I saw Nick sort of stifle like a little smile, and then it made yeah. me start to laugh a little bit. So we just kind of yeah, had sorry. a little. We both had little shit-eating grins <laughs> that we suppressed and let you finish your point. So but see, we actually, Thanks. that is growth. Yeah, that was growth. Thanks, guys. Thank you uh, so we much. We could have been for like. Not- Interrupting my passionate 
conversation, <laughs> like just diatribe about a game that means so much to me by going, Arl, like sucking a cock. <laughs> I mean, but see, you, but know, you get it though. It's like you it's, get it. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna go a little bit subtler. Would have been like a like. Uh, tell me more about uh, this oral experience. That's not subtle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like the hat directly underneath the hat. <laughs> uh, I'll so I'll say to me for uh, the game that I the songs that I picked, I picked a game that I do think is maybe my favorite video game of all time. Like, wow. That when asked the question, but it's hard. I don't know if you have, y'all have this too, but like. Sorry, I started smiling when Matt said it's hard. <laughs> so see, it's not just me. It's not just, we don't just do this to you. It's one of us, we're all one of us wants a video game pa- podcast. The other two want pornography. <laughs> <references>. <laughs> It's, Man, you, know, I, I, you play Cooking Mama? You can make a sandwich in that. Oh, you know like what I'd like to be sandwich with well, you? Come on! <laughs> <laughs> well, and the, here's the thing. It was, but it, in reality, what it is is it's two dummies, and, yes. and, and <laughs> like <No>. interrupting. <laughs> We're all dummies. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a we have a disease, uh, but like I. <laughs> I have a hard time sometimes when people ask you, oh, what's your favorite movie? What's your favorite mm. this? Because, like, I don't know if I necessarily What's your have... favorite scary movie? Like, those okay, when someone when calls and asks that. in that situation, I don't even know what to say. Because yeah. that is too scary. I'm looking for the exits. Yeah, I'm like, um, or wait, no. Because they might be out there. I don't know what yeah. to do. But... There, like, I don't, I don't always have like a one answer. I have like five. Like, I'll just be like, yeah. these are my favorites. Like, I love these movies. But in, in, with video games, even more so because it feels so much more personal. But this game uh-huh. is often the first one that I will say all the time. Mm. And um, so I do think it is my favorite video game. But I also, I mean, I haven't played it in so long. So who Should could, I change my pick then? It sounds no. like you both picked your favorite game. I just picked a favorite game. I, I picked no. a favorite, which which okay. depending on my 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 feeling could be my favorite. Right. Could be two or three down the list. Yeah. So many of my favorite games come from experiencing them when I was younger, either as a kid or, you know, early 20s. My choice is a game that I discovered later in life that was released in, you know, uh, 2015, 2016. It maybe finally went 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 live out of early access. I don't know if I actually ever was in early access, but it was teased for a while. Uh, but Eric Barone, a.k.a. Concerned Apes, a creation, Stardew Valley. And I, I love the music of Stardew Valley, and I love the... I also love just the meta narrative of everything being the creation of one person, one very, very dedicated, obsessive individual who wrote all the story, did all the pixel art, designed the gameplay, programmed the engine, and composed the music. And I think the music is very, very good. As these kind of indie, you know, games that are entirely or or mostly the creation of one driven individual go. 
this is up there with it's right up there with Undertale, which and I like this game a lot more than I like Undertale, although I like Undertale uh, in terms of just like, oh, and a standout aspect of this individual's renaissance man skill set is their ability to compose music, because I, I, I think the I think the music is is quite good in this game. So should we should we start off with one of your tracks? You teed, you teed it up so nicely. Why don't we do that? Why don't we why don't we all we'll we'll each play one. We'll alternate through it. How about that? Does that make yeah, sense? That's great. Great. So first off, we're starting with my game and we're starting with the title track, which I think is just a good get, good table setter, good representative of what you're going to experience and also just kind of tease up the gameplay nicely and you don't get tired of it seeing it over and over again when you boot this game up many, many times, as I have and as Heather's mom has uh, in our playthroughs of Stardew Valley. So let's go ahead and hear Cloud Country, the main title track. God, that's just, yeah, it's wonderful. We won't get to it, but there's a chord. There's a chord change that comes a little later. That's just also such a great beat if you're spending a little bit of time in the menu. This is. This should I should I make it so that when I walk in my house, my home pods automatically detect that I've entered and begin to play this? Yeah. <laughs> I think I your life would improve. I'm just sitting here listening to this. And thinking about all those dummies that say that video games aren't art. And I'm just like, what do you call this? What do you call any of this? Yeah. The music in video games is so good that it's right. it's unbelievable to me. And we're only in the first yeah. one. We're going to hear other good songs. But I, the time for the, my tirade is right now. I'm pissed. What a track. Yeah, Excellent. good stuff. Can we listen to all two hours and 37 minutes of just this Oh, my this goodness. <laughs> um, it's just this track, actually. Oh. <laughs> Goes on for a while. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is good stuff. And I really like that the way he uses, you know, kind of it, it's it's just it, it's also it's not just the scoring. It's also the orchestration, all of the synth samples that are used. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's all just like just just really well done throughout. And in that track in particular. Uh, all right, Heather, you're up, your game, your track, and why you picked it. Well, my game is Street Fighter III Third Strike Fight for the Future, released for arcades in 1999. And the music was by Hideki Okugawa, uh, and he did a sort of blend of, I mean, we've all heard fighting game music. It's often like, you know, very simple theme, you know, like, just background noise to, that happens while you're in yes. the foreground beating the shit out of somebody. But there was this, like, synthesis of jazz and rock and rap, electronica, hip-hop, uh, all sort of crammed together in this collage sound that is extremely Y2K, very, like, end-of-the-millennium end soundtrack, uh, and it has fantastic... Fantastic fucking music. I've played a Street Fighter 3 uh, track on some other music DLC that we've done. Uh, but I have chosen three other tracks to sort of highlight 
how great this game is sonically. And the first one is from the character selection screen. Now in the arcade, this track was limited to just the chorus, but we're going to hear the entire, well, not maybe not the entire, I mean, I don't know how long it is three minutes. We're not going to hear the entire <laughs> thing, but you get a sense of what the, the atmosphere of the game. It felt, I mean, if you hear, you hear games called street fighter, Yes. It should sound like this. Check it out now. Yeah. Check it out, yo. Yo, check it out now. Third strike, yo. Yo, I know you got your options. Our, hmm. Are video games the epitome of culture? Uh, uh, like, the, like, <laughs> this is great. Yeah. This is a Canadian rapper named Infinite who was hired to do the vocals for the soundtrack. Um, and the lyrics are pretty good. <laughs> this is the part that would loop. Wow. I like how Capcom would make big choices with its flagship games. You know, yeah. not always for better, not always for, but just just on a micro level, like as far as the soundtrack goes. This all, this also makes me think of the Marvel Capcom Two score, which was somewhat controversial at the time, but also features you know looping vocals and then it kind of has this sort of, sort of acid jazz approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, to its score and is also like similarly just intoxicating. That's great. I love that. Yeah. It's real smooth. Yeah. Real smooth. I mean, the listen, two of us need to, to sidle this. up to a cabinet and uh, and have let little just like have that be a play, have that be looping, get in a nice yeah. like mindset, and then you just can completely shithouse me <laughs> <laughs> two rounds straight. <laughs> What you got for us, Apodaca? I'm excited to hear. Okay, so yeah, this game, I think this something about this game in particular is special to me because I think it marks at the time in my life when I started to realize I was getting a little older. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like where I was starting, starting to make like more like adult choices. Like I remember right. the first Hair movie. where they didn't used to be. Yeah, yeah, exact stuff like that. Yeah, like truly, yeah. like like I was probably like thirteen playing this, but uh-huh. I remember this time being like, um, like as far as movies went, I remember I saw Minority Report and iRobot, and remember thinking, I'm fucking done with kids' movies. I'm done. <laughs> I, like, I was like, I'm only gonna watch movies like this because this rocks. Like I didn't That's know gay. movies could be like this. This, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Like, this is really cool to me. And so, like, I had the same experience with video games. And this was, I think, the very first video game that I played where I was like, wow, I didn't know, I didn't know video games could be like this. And it's Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. I I truly think it is one of my favorite video games, maybe my favorite video game of all time. Um, I used to just replay it nonstop. And I honestly, I really liked the the sequels as well, even though they got a little sillier uh, and more, like, like heavy metal but um the third one kind of goes back to to basics a little yeah. bit um but i really like the gameplay in those i really i just was like blown away i remember seeing it in like on like g4 i was like wow that looks awesome i gotta like wa- i gotta get this game and then just fell in love with it and it's yeah it's 
something that I used to just replay over and over again. Haven't touched it now in in years. Um, but this is uh, one of the first songs from uh, from the game from uh, Prince of Persia: The Sands of Time. It's oh, and the it's composed by um, Stuart Chat Stuart Chatwood, uh, who did all the music for the game. Uh, and this song is called Introducing the Prince. Like, this is movies. This is like, mm. this goes in movies to me. Like, I don't know. And it really is, it, all the music in this game is very, like, atmospheric, you know, where it's sort of like just sent, it's, it's really just sets the tone. Like, you're, yeah, you're, there's going to be sand demons or whatever the hell, and you're going to stab them in the chest and remove their light so you can rewind time. You get that from this. This, oh, yeah. this part of the song sounds like an awesome movie trailer. Yeah. Like, just this slow build. That's great. And you get the the plucking of the violins there to denote that this is kind of serious, but we're still having a little bit of fun. Sure. <laughs> we're, we're, you know, the prince is like, he's tough, but he knows how to hang. He can party. God. Should I... Replay it? I, I, I mean, I know that I know the remake's supposed to be coming. Yeah, remaster's coming. Yeah. Remaster's on the way. But hopefully they stick that landing. So good. I hope so they good. do, or hope they yeah. take that dagger of time and rewind themselves and fucking fix it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is me. I mean, this. It's probably honestly music that I didn't really pay much attention to, but like going back and listening to them uh, as an exercise for this, I. Yeah. There's a lot of great tunes in the, in the games. It's uh, the first one's got kind of this 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 such this beautiful like storybook look and feel. Yeah, and sound uh, and soundtrack, and then the second one, it's just like it's in the the audio that's playing is "Let the Bodies Hit the Floor." It's just like so <laughs> such a disconnect. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let's uh let's get to our next picks. I'm gonna go move on to uh this is a this is played during events during a cinematic during a cutscene that happens once per game year. Uh, this is the and and I think this also kind of speaks to sort of a, a lot of these kind of have the the sort of, a lot of this, the the sequences in this game. I love the story beats and the music evokes this sort of melancholy uh, feel that I really like to live in. Um, This is Dance of the Moonlight Jellies. How did he just... How did he do it? You know what I mean? It's so much of it, I, I think, is just, you know, fixation. I think yeah. I think when you kind of get that. We've all we've all been in those states and and it's really a, a staggering achievement to put an entire game together as one person, especially a game that's so polished and so well received. But. I don't know. I think you, I think you just have to have, have like a single mindedness of like this is the only thing that that to me that matters, and also like just having the support network that he did of yeah. 
Basically, his partner was just paying his bills for five years. This feels like I'm in a bathtub. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so each each season as each season ends, there's a different cinematic or event. And this is the one that ends summer. Um, So it's kind of like this is like, I don't know, just kind of evokes that feeling of like we're one. We're turning a page. And it is water related. The moonlight jellies are passing by in the ocean. Summer, beach, there's water there. It's true, Matt. All right, Heather, you've got another pick from Street Fighter 3, Third Strike. Thank you so much. I'm now, so the next, there, every character in Street Fighter has a stage in Street Fighter 3, some of those stages are shared by multiple characters, but there's usually like a theme that represents a character. Uh, and there's so many great songs to choose from. But I've chosen Ibuki's theme, which is called Twilight. Uh, it's sort of a jazz-influenced um, piece with like, uh, I don't know, drum and bass switch-up drums and... Some kind of um, flute as your top Mm. melody note. And it's awesome. Here we go. Devin would be able to tell me what is making that. And I don't know, but I love it. When you would find a cabinet w- that was turned up and that bass was so- like, it's such a yeah. nice big yeah. bass. Oh, that is an interesting thing to consider going to an arcade and not getting the full experience. You know what I mean? Cause you're like, the, right. like you said, like the music's not turned all the way up. There's probably so many games that I played in my life where I didn't have the volume on. I used to not play my Game Boy with the volume on cause I didn't have, you know, I didn't have a, a headphone jack and I didn't want to disturb anyone who is sleeping or watching TV or something. I I love this. It's so, it's extremely 1990s, but it's yeah. good. It no, is so rocks. good. The, the combination of sight and sound and third strike is just, it's like one of the most satisfying things. Like, it just, how well everything animates, the character design, and then, yeah, the, the, the soundtrack, it's all, it all fucking comes together. Love that. Yeah. How does Ibuki play? What's a, what's Ibuki's, what kind of character is Ibuki? She's super fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got like ninja skills. Like one of her, uh, she she can do like a sort of teleport dash mm-hmm. behind the player. Um, and then she's also got like a aerial super uh, special move where she throws like a million knives or I don't know what they're, they're sort of circular saws. <laughs> I don't know the official name. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she's uh, she's chirpy. She's almost she's almost like a a, a kind of Chun Li like. Got it. In in terms of just like presentation, she's great. She got long ponytail. Um, great choice, Matt. You're up. All right, so this is another song, obviously, from the same game, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. 
and we'll just play this one. It's called Reverse the Sands of Time. Why mince words? sense to me that the music in this game is very like cinematic because I remember when I was playing it I was like this is as good as any movie I've ever seen this is so it, like <laughs> I, I had never played a video game that was like as good as a movie to me right and then of course they did make it a movie, and the movie's not good. No. <laughs> and it's uh, starring noted smelly man Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> he smells? Yeah, he said that he doesn't bathe much. Oh, boy, I'm not into that. No. Just lost some hunk cred. Yeah, oh, yeah. This- this score is this is PlayStation Two, yeah. That yes, an excellent point. This is on the PlayStation Two. Yeah, this was this was I feel like the transition moment in games, whether it was Final Fantasy X, being like, oh, this is a cinematic experience. It's not like just like, I know that seven through nine had attempted to be like these more dynamic presentations, but those those experiences were often limited to non-interactive cutscenes, not like, oh, the camera is moving behind my character without my control while I move around a building and then reveal some vista. Like, it was becoming a cinematic experience. And so this, I think this is when you start getting these kind of lush orchestral soundtracks. It was a cool time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the the Metal Gear Solid franchise, you know, was... was Start, but it really, the aesthetics caught up with the, or the, the technology caught up with the aesthetic in Metal Gear Solid 2, and they could really, you know, it, the just just looks and sounds so much better than the first go around. Um, yeah, absolutely a great point of the, that era. Uh, all right, let's get to, we got time for one more track from each of our games. My, the one I picked from Stardew Valley is Fall, the Smell of Mushroom, another kind of melancholy one that plays... After the dance of the moonlight jellies, once you get once you transition from the summer season to the fall season, each game year. Let's play this. I know we keep harping on this point, but I'm just like, what else, What could I put that much effort into and have it come out this good? Like, it yeah. just, it's, <laughs> it really is just like, am I only using 10% of my brain, truly? You need that limitless drug. Ah, uh, give me it. I need it. I need, I want it. I'll I want to be a it. Lucy. <laughs> this is, this is nice. This is a Very nice good. sound. Great kind of JRPG town music feel to it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, each they, it really gives each season a sort of distinct feel. 
you contrast this with, with what plays in winter, spring, and summer. Uh, all right, that's Fall of the Smell of Mushroom. Heather, you got another track from Street Fighter Three: Third Strike. Real quick, do we I, think the concerned ape is Dr. Zayas? Uh, there's a chance. I, my understanding is that he was a human man, not not an ape being from another world. Oh, well, but maybe. But maybe I, I don't. I've never actually you. seen a photograph of him. I hate to correct you. That is not another uh-huh. world. It's planet Earth. Spoiler alert. You maniacs! <laughs> you blew it up! <laughs> Damn you! <laughs> I'd be like, Charlton, yo, this is your primary concern? This fucking dumb statue? Get over it! Look at everything else! This is crazy! Everything else is crazy! I know. This. Yeah. Idiot. Ugh. <laughs> 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 like i i wonder if we ever did this show live in front of an audience if if i would be visibly sweating during those moments or if i would it would like i would have the look of somebody with ptsd like i wonder what my I think your fists would be bloody from uh, beating us to death. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got one more track from Street Fighter Three again from the same composer. Uh, he was the man who wrote the music for Alien vs. Predator Arcade, X-Men Children of the Atom, Mega Man 2, The Power Fighters, Etc. Etc. Onimusha games, Dead Rising, Resident Evil Five. Uh, this is the song that plays over the staff roll once you beat the game. And for a track to be this tight, when most people aren't even going to get to hear it, I mean that's that's some. I mean the you don't get a prize for beating a video game, but you do with Street Fighter Three because the prize is this song. Let's hear it, Apodaca. Let's go. Yeah, like this could have been on the radio. It's so good. Like I'm expecting the Beastie Boys to come on any second and start screaming at me. I love that. That record scratch is so nice. Wait. Are we sure this is the right one? Uh, it says staff roll. Oh, yeah, no, this is it. Yeah, this is it. I remembered it having lyrics, but I guess I'm... It doesn't... Maybe I was writing the lyrics in my head, and it was just the names of the people who made the game. <laughs> oh, there we go. Here we go. Just like we showed you that last part of your life, but now it's changed to the new ever. Sick, even more colder than whatever. Yo, it's time I moved on. I broke my title up. Everybody got defeated. It's time you hung it up. Optional. Wow. There's just an earnestness to this. There's like an unafraid to do something that like people would make fun of. Because I feel like a lot of times just like, yeah, we're going to put a rap song in a video game. That's the thing that a lot of people 
gonna roll their eyes at. Like, an, here's an original rap track written for a video game that's kind of about the video game. But they just fucking committed to it, and it's awesome. Yeah, and it's the 90s when yeah. vocals in video games were still new. Right. You know? It's good stuff. Uh, our, great stuff. And Matt, I know you got some good stuff with your final track from Prince of Persia. That's right. Got? Yeah, and I real quick, Stuart Chatwood uh, is a, uh, a Canadian musician. He's in the band The Tea Party. They've released a, a bunch of albums. I'm just learning this. And I'm like, hey, if I like his video game stuff, I'm going to have to check out some of his other stuff here. Uh, some other games he's done are Road Rash 3D, NHL uh, 2002, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, Prince of Persia, Warrior Within, Prince of Persia, The Two Thrones, uh, Battle of Prince of Persia, Prince of Persia, Revelations, Prince of Persia, Rival Swords, Prince of Persia, The Fallen King, Prince of Persia, and Darkest Dungeon. So this guy, he's the Prince of Persia guy. So so many credits there, including Darkest Dungeon at the end, which has a good score. Yeah, he's yeah. he's ton of credits. Uh, wow. great work. Um, and my final song that I picked here is like I guess the theme, the theme for Prince of Persia, you could say. And it's okay. uh, by uh, Stuart Chatwood and Cindy Gomez, and it's called Time Only Knows. though is making me realize maybe the jump to metal wasn't so far this is great around this time we also had the song from kingdom hearts we were blessed we didn't know what we had I'm seeing like a like a video like a music video uh, yeah, it's a, on, it's a, on, on my screen that's showing me huh. like stuff from the game and cut yeah. with stuff from other the other games too and like somebody really went and did some work for this but I, I love it. Good. Yeah, really nice. There it is. Wow. I yeah. I th- this is the st- this is the stuff on the pod that's fun. Is when we just hey, th- this is a thing I like. Let's share it with our friend with my friends. Oh yeah. That's that's what I and th- but that's not what we do. <laughs> we we play. Awful games. We complain we, about them. We ask our guests to ruin their week <laughs> by giving them uh, like a finals week of yeah. amount of homework. Yeah. Can you figure <laughs> out how to get the Saturn exclusive light gun game working on your MacBook uh, and then play it for twelve hours? Also, it's su- it sucks. Yeah. It's really bad. Uh, and then we'll talk about it. Yeah. Or. 35 minutes. Uh, 
Uh, hey, send us your favorite tracks. Send us your favorite tracks from your favorite games. I, I want to hear them. Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at GetPlayedPod, or you can send them to us via email, GetPlayedPod at gmail.com, or, or hey, you can leave us a voicemail. That's a thing you can do. You can call us up with a YouTube tab open and play that audio into our voicemail at 6162-PLAYED. That's 616-275-2933. That's going to sound great. That's going to sound really good if you do that. <laughs> Be sure to play it off of uh, in, off of another phone. Yeah. And it, uh, do it only if you want to hurt Devin Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll do it for this edition of How to Get Played Premium DLC. We'll DLC you next time. DLC you later, Bucket. Uh, mm, fuck. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> 